Gladiators, welcome back. What's it like to be rich? What's it like to be famous? What's it like to be uh, good looking? What's it like to be popular? What's it like to share the stage with the top people around the world and have multiple companies around the world? And without further ado, I want to introduce my amazing guest today, John Lee. Welcome. Doris, thank you so much for having me, show. Welcome to the arena. It's incredible here. Yeah. What thank a view. You. Thank what you so view. much. Um, the reason we call our company Arena is because we feel life is like an arena. The more people you serve, the more you succeed, the more money you earn. Now, you've done extremely well for your young age. And uh, I respect you so much. I really value you. I came to your training course. I learned so much. And thank you again. I'm just going to make this one hour worthwhile. We have millions of viewers. Uh, so I'm just going to do a fireside chat with you. Ask you about your upbringing, because I know you were uh, brought up in Lancashire. Please tell me more. Were your parents rich, rich upbringing? Were they entrepreneurs? Well, Darren, my, I, I grew up in very humble beginnings. And again, thank you for having the show. And oh. uh, I, I love the whole um, energy and walking into the office and just seeing everyone sort of chill. And that's when, that's when you know you're, you're running a great organization. You just feel the energy in the room when you walk in. So. For me, it's it's. I started off um, as a as a dishwasher in my mum's Chinese takeaway. Um, you know, my parents were not rich, but we also weren't poor. We were kind of like working class, and so for me, I learned a lot of lessons along the way. And I guess a lot of people ask, like, how do you get that hustle? And I just see my parents working so hard in what they do, and I guess a lot of that sort of rubbed on me when I first did in, in entrepreneurship. Because you still work hard. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, it's it's the main ingredients because people say. You can work, what's it they say, smart and not hard. You have to work smart, hard. And hard, exactly. Yes. You work and harder. <laughs> You're smart, harder. Right. Yes, yes. So I know that your, your strength is in the digital world right now. How did you get into that? So you were in Lancashire, you work in your mom's uh, restaurant business, mom and dad's restaurant business. How did you get into digital? What, what interested you? Well, actually, before that, it was real estate. So I got into real estate, but the way I was able to find real estate, because everyone would go to estate agents and start asking for deals, I thought, hmm, where do people hang out? They hang out online. And back then, you know, going back 20 years, you know, Google kind of just started getting off the ground. You had Netscape and all those, you know, show my age now, not, not that young. <laughs> um, but I see that where the attention is, that's where you need to go. And so I thought to myself, well, if I can figure this digital game out, you know, you know, search engines now, anything you type in, it tells you exactly what people are looking for. So, well, if people type in sell my house fast, sell my house quick, maybe I can find those people instead of having to go and ask estate agents because I would do it manually. That's called working hard. Yes. And then I started using digital where instead of me going to have to knock on the doors, everybody else is knocking on my door. So that's when I really knew the power and scale of digital and how I really started to discover Wow, by using online processes, you're now able to start scaling much faster. One of the things is that, how do you teach yourself that? You know, like you're sitting in a restaurant, like you said, you're washing dishes and you think there's an opportunity in this. How do you teach yourself about the internet? Was it coding? What, what, what was it that you, where did you go? Especially at the beginning of the internet. Even now, if somebody wants to learn, they don't know where to go. Yeah. 20 years back, must have been so much harder. So I started off as, as an animator and I always wanted to learn more things. And I, I'm just naturally a curious person. I wanted to learn new things. I, I, don't, I don't want to get stuck on one thing I know. That's why when you asked me before, you want to get to the next level, you have to do something completely different. And so it's learning those next levels. I look at it as, you know how books have chapters? Yes. We have different chapters in our life. Yes. So when I first started, my first chapter was, of course, 
animator. So that's my first career that I went into. Does this mean you can draw? No, I can't draw. You can't really. <laughs> no, I can, on the on the computer. I can animate. Wow. I can't draw. Okay. So that's another thing as well. So my misconception is do I have to be a good drawer to become an animator? Mm-hmm. And, they, and for years I thought, I'm never going to get a job as an animator until I discovered digital yes. 3D animation. I thought, well, I can animate. There's a difference between drawing and animation. A huge difference. Tell me. Well, drawing is being able to draw something like, if I draw you now, I can sketch you out. I mean, I'm not bad, but I can sketch your head, your shoulders, your neck, and the way you're sat, the way you're putting the weight. But animation is bringing something to life. Yes. You know, there's a really good book. You should read this actually. It's got nothing to do with business, but it's the business of Disney. And it's called The Illusion of Life. And he talks about how do you bring an inanimate object? I'm sure you've watched some of the Pixar movies. Of course. I was going to ask you about Pixar, actually. Yeah, I just sit there watching I'm crying to pixels like why am I crying to pixels because it makes your emotions correct take you on a journey of it's the animation Mm. you bring something and that's how I kind of see business I see business as bringing something with an inception idea and then bringing that to life Mm -hmm. and that's why you got to enjoy the process Mm -hmm. you don't want to enjoy the end destination of how many millions you make but actually who have you become to get there with how many chapters have you had in your life Yes. If you just have one chapter, that's no good. No. Right? You need to have multiple ones. I have, multiple I have lots of, we've got to jump from subject to subject here, but I have lots of uh, clients of mine who are very rich and they're not happy because they didn't enjoy the process of the chapters. They were just so intensely trying to get rich. When they got to the destination, they're just habitually miserable. At the same. Same. I know a lot of people in that way because they just, they are, they're not living, they're just existing. They're just doing enough to get by. Like, honestly, I, I don't, I don't, and I'm not saying people should do this. Like, sometimes I work 16, 7, 18, 19 hours a day, right? You could probably tell. <laughs> from yeah, because you have a family. So I want to come to that later, yeah. how you manage it or how yeah. you cook it. But I'm so passionate about it, Doris. I just, I just want to wake up and I want to I wanna, achieve. I wanna achieve. I want to do something different. I want to know that today I'm going to improve. I'm going to do something. And people watching this are probably going to criticize me and say, oh, well, that's not good for your health. And I absolutely agree. You've got to get sleep and you've got to catch those times that you've got to practice balance. And, you know, balance and, and, well, I don't believe in balance either. <laughs> and I'll explain why in a second. Because, look, when you truly enjoy something, are you really working? No. No. Job stands for just, like, just for I, the I'm here with you having a conversation. Is this work or is I, I enjoy this? Yes. That's why I fly around the world. Like this is, this is, you know, how many interviews and, and, and events. But, but and, you don't sleep, but you don't sleep well. Oh, I do sleep like oh, a baby. Oh, do you sleep, but sleep you, like a baby. for long periods of time? Or you I sleep can, a few hours? I can. And do you eat well? Yeah, um, I could be better. <laughs> because you're traveling, do you exercise regularly? So that you need a little bit of, I'll tell you why, because I'm 56. Yeah. And I'm suffering for lack of balance in my youth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can take youth for granted, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like one of these things. I believe that, you have to make time. Like for example, when I'm at home, I always think about, okay, how can I merge this stuff in, right? We talk about balance. Yes. But we talk about life. We talk about business or in other words, in our case, it's passion. So if we actually entwine that together, doesn't that become, instead of work-life A balance, it becomes life. work-life yeah. integration. Absolutely. So let me give an example. Now, I'm not saying that people shouldn't work. Of course they should. Like when I'm at home, I'll go for at least a three-mile walk. But in that walk, I'm doing, I mean, you do, you do calls, you 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 want to do meetings. You're engaged. You're engaged. Time. I'm doing breath work as I'm walking mm-hmm. as well. So I'm speaking to people like, yeah, so 
Make sure you made that call on Zoom. So, uh, you know, like, you got to integrate things in and as when you can. Is that when you create? Yes. When you're on your own, walking the park, fresh air. Yeah. You got to be out. You got to put yourself in different destinations. I always put myself in different destinations so I can get inspired by the environment. Mm -hmm. And that's why being locked in one place at one time, sometimes it's not inspiring. Like, you do have to have that break. I mean, you know, my <laughs> she's looking at me now. It's like, John, we got to move to this location, Give this location, this location, this location. Let's just because sometimes it's about momentum. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're doing things over and over and over again, and we just get stuck in that period. And for me, I'm always thinking about what's that spark that's going to create that avalanche. That's what I want. So you you want to break through. You want yeah. to create new every thing. day. It's not about the money, is it? No, no, it's not. I mean, money's important, of course it is. Yeah, you, but right? it's not that. Firstly, about the money. Maybe yeah. it used to be at first. Yes. Right? Yeah. I'm, to make yeah, sure you do well, things are taken care of, family are taken care of. What's well, the hierarchy of needs, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you've got to take care of that base. And, and then your you cup's take... full, then you can concentrate on other things. Correct. Absolutely. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Amazing. So animation, then properties. <laughs> so uh, through animation, you got used to digital computers, and then you kind of research to see how people are searching for properties. And then what happened? So it's funny. I've told this story before. So whilst working in the job, you, there's always that transition period, isn't there? Like, should I quit my job? Shall I do this on the side? Maybe I can do a bit of both at the same time. So I would commute to work every single day. And at the time, I don't even remember. The, do you remember DS, DSLA? Um, yes, you, I do. You know, like before we had cable, before we had... And the internet, you had these yes. little plugs that you, like, yes. I'm sure my age now, yes, I do. but you, the Vodafone ones, you, yes, you put it into yes, the side yes, of your yes, of your computer oh and it God. connects the internet. It goes, doo, 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 doo. I remember that. And the lights were flashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah, flashes. Yeah, yeah, I and when it's that. red, you're losing correct, connection. Correct, correct. So my commute to in, into, into central London, I used to live um, uh, a place just outside of Guildford. So was that a big move for you from Manchester to Guildford? Yeah. yeah you were yeah. by yourself. Decided to leave home. Well, I mean, as soon as I graduated from university, I got a job in like London. Okay, your so, animation job was in correct. There. I yeah, see. Okay. yeah. So all that in in entire experience like made me very very in independent. Mm -hmm. So as I was working in a job, I was like, can I do real estate at the same time? So at the time, they used different Linux machines, so they didn't have Google. So I had to do all this. Oh, you remember Linux machines? You remember mainframes? Yeah, it's just so complicated. It's like I got to do. I got to put this command in that command yes, in just yes, to get a browser open. Yes, yes. It's so horrible. you know what I did? I, I took a screen grab of my work, and I would save it as a screensaver. And I would have like you know my little. Um, so at that time, we would use something called Rightmove to, to, right. to you know to find deals. And I still do nowadays. Right. And I would put it just underneath this when people would walk around, they couldn't see me looking at deals because I was scouting the internet. Yes, so yes, for below market, that was, and I was like praying, please director, do not walk behind me and ask me to move something on the screen because it was I a can't screen grab. you said that. My 15 year old son was showing me how he does that with school. He's got this little screenshot. Yeah. I'm like, God, you guys are smart. Yeah. Well, it's have you had your IQ tested? No. No. Well, my, you know my, you're smart. My, no, no. I'm, I'm, I found it very hard to study at school. Uh -huh. But mean, you know I'm, you're I'm sleep smart. You're inquisitive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say am I into, I mean, I'd be really bad at school, yeah, right? So I didn't get good too. grades, but... Because you and I are dyslexic, right? Yes, we are. Mm, yeah, amazing. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And you're good with numbers? No. Terrible no, really? numbers. I'm really good with terrible numbers. Terrible numbers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why you're going to animation. I can see movement. I understand movement. I understand inertia. I understand mm -hmm. how things work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I can... I can 
that's why it's it's about learning the process first. Yes. Like people always want to jump in at the deep end. And I think sometimes it's good to do that. But actually, if you can understand the process from A to Z, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yes. right down to Z, then you can reverse engineer the process. Now, of course, yes. entrepreneurs, we always say the definition of, of an entrepreneur is jumping off a cliff and building a plane on the way down, okay. which is also true. So you have to combine both mentalities in the same place. So we have to build it as we go, document, process, reverse engineer. Really interesting. I went to a Tony Robbins seminar mm -hmm. and he said the way you play the game is the way you live life. So he created this game and it was stockbroking and it had many sized ropes and somebody was shouting, $2, $2, and everybody was getting engaged. And I had a bunch of ropes and some money in my hand. And I stood measuring how the whole thing was working and the game finished. And he goes, that's how you live life. I said, no, it is. And I'm an entrepreneur. Then I actually realized often I don't jump in first because mm. I've got to know the rules first before mm -hmm. I jump in. Yeah. And sometimes you miss it. Of course. You miss You're the trick. You the amount the of deals that I've missed, the amount yeah. of below market value deals, amount of investment deals. Because, I mean, you, just, you should see my WhatsApp, the amount of decks I get on a daily basis. Literally, we've got this, 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 this. It's like, so I, I'm just kicking myself. It's like Bitcoin. Someone said to me, oh, this is currency oh, thing. I, you I should invest this currency. $200. Right? I could have had it at $200. No, this was like going way back, like cents. cents. You know, the times where people were literally trading um, Bitcoin for pizzas. Mm. It was that, like, they weren't really worth anything. I remember being, yes. in, a, I remember being in a David Lloyd gym and someone kept talking about it. It's like, I said, you've been scammed, you've been scammed. But it's because I wasn't educated. I didn't know. I thought there was an opportunity, but I didn't know how to buy one. So I didn't look deep enough. Right. Also, I this is interesting. I was into, I felt there was cloud technology was going to be a, a thing of the future. Again, I didn't invest time looking how to do it. Because I was thinking an owner of a company doesn't have time to keep looking at different people's emails. Wouldn't it be good if we centralize it? If the laptop disappears, you don't lose everything. Mm. The cloud is really, really good. Didn't do anything about it. Right. That's why ideas are 10 and 10. Yes. It's the execution. So exactly. when I'm investing in a company, actually, most of the time, it's not about what it is. It's the person. If, if, if it is, it's great. But it's not even the person. It's the whole team. Mm. Like, do they have a good CEO, CTO? Mm. Do they have engineers? What background are they from? How many exits have they done? What, what, what have they... Like, I look at all this stuff, mm -hmm. right? Because I want to... Because, the, you know, the one question I'm asking is this. Can this team execute? And if the answer is no, I'm not investing. And when you're in, again, we jump, we're going to go back. We're going to go to that transition time from that to properties. Anyway, we can tell, we can tell I haven't forgotten. Right? I it's haven't forgotten. ADHD's like Somewhere along the way, after an hour, we all come together, right? There'll yes, be a message yeah. behind all this. Yes, yes. So um, let, let's go back and we'll go forward again. So tell me about the transition period, right? You were saying that you were in animation. There was a moment you were thinking, what should I do? You were hesitant. Yeah. So in See, that, I am listening. Yes. Yeah, so, listening. so I was listening to podcasts. I remember listening to this guy called Dolph DeRuz. And he was like a PhD, tried to get a job. He got all this education, couldn't get a job. One day he sells a property and makes 36,000 on it. Hmm. Same day he gets offered a job for 36,000. So he's like, oh, why should- years work. Well, exactly. I'm thinking, why, why would I work for a whole year if I can learn this stuff and then make my whole year's income in a couple of months and then I can focus on things that I really want to do. Did you have cash or you no. had to borrow? No, mortgage, borrow, OPM, other wow. people's money. Wow. Yeah. So what did you do? Tell me. You went to different investors. You, well, How did you raise the money to buy the first property? So there's two things. There's two ways to do it. One is you have to understand how financing works. This is why, again, like I would attend seminars. I paid this, you know, I went to my uncle Chi and asked him for 350 pounds. Yes. Right. And he said, what for? I said, I'm going to attend this course. It's going to teach me how to get rich from real estate. And he said, don't be so ridiculous. You're going to get scammed. 
right? And that's when I realized that, okay, you shouldn't really tell people what you do, like your results do all the speaking. But anyway, I negotiated and I said, look, I'll tell you what, you got nothing to risk. You give me the money and I'll then I'll, yeah, well, no. I said, you're, you're gonna make an investment in me. Mm-hmm. You're gonna invest 350 pound in me. I'm gonna pay for this course. And the first two deals that I buy, you're gonna get 50% of them. That was the worst negotiation I ever yeah, made. Yeah, because, and you did and you Of did course, it. yeah, fulfilled in it, of course. He's got made a lot of money from that. pounds yeah. from a 300 yeah. pounds yeah. investment. Amazing. So, Amazing. But, but this is what people understand. It's like they, they are not, they're too scared to ask for money because in the past they asked for money, borrowed from a friend. It's a different proposition. I remember, this is going back in the mid to late 90s, mm-hmm. am I right? That, am I right? Got the times now, right? 2003. Oh, so it was in, wow, yeah. 21st century. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm older than you. So what happened was the first property I got into, I made, I got it for £12,000, studio apartment. Within six months, sold it for 20. Right. But here's the thing. I didn't think about having 10 of them. Right. I was thinking buying one, selling one, right. buying one, selling one. But I could have bought 10 at the same time. Yeah, of course. And then is that, 10 is that what appreci- you did? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they could appreciate at the same time. Exactly. Right? Because like, like, if you wait 10 years, the property's already doubled and you've been pri- priced out of the market. Exactly. So exactly. I had to figure out a way to buy property and then take the money out and put it back in again. So mm-hmm. it's what we call deposit recycling. Okay. So in, in, the, in the early days, there was a financing feature, which is, of course, you know, it's a little bit harder. You can still kind of do it, but there's different ways you have to be creative. So if you, let's say, like, I'll keep the figure simple. If property's worth 100, Yes. Right? But the bank will give you 80% of what the property's worth. Yes. So if you buy it for 80,000 cash and you yes. refinance it the next day, or I think now you, you have to wait a little bit longer now, like six months, you refinance it at the full market value. So if it's gone up in value, you got money out. You got your money out. You got a house for free. And you know what I say this? Like when someone, when, when my mentor told this to me, I was like, this, You kept the house? I kept most of them. Wow. Yeah, I sold a lot of them. Mm-hmm. The, the ones that would just... See, when you do a portfolio, you want to buy a few, sell a few to get cash. So you get cash. You keep a few. Right? And you have to keep a few because you want cash and cash flow at the same okay. time. You can't just have one or the other. Okay. You've got to mix the strategy up. But that's why a lot of people are equity rich, cash poor. Exactly. They have a lot of money in the house, but they can't even afford to buy Starbucks. Exactly. 